Hey friends, it's season two of Challenge Yourself. We're giving you two ways to join us and get inspired and motivated to live your best life and challenge yourself. Text us at winning to 844-590-0021. That's W-I-N-N-I-N-G to 844-590-0021. And follow us on Instagram at challenge.courage. Let's do it sexy. Challenges can make you. Challenges can break you. Challenges can take you further when you dare to challenge yourself. I'm Ashley. I'm Joy. Welcome. Come on in. The water's fine. You know, that's what we're going to talk about today. You guys, doesn't it sound juicy? But not really. This is a subject that is so important. So welcome, everyone, to this week of the Challenge Yourself podcast. As you can see, we are tackling another wonderfully juicy and fresh topic in our What Is It Relations, Passions, and Obsessions season series whatever you shall call this. Now, okay, guys, you know, I'm just going to start us off here with this subject because I'm actually really, really excited to talk about this because I think it's something that's important. Why are you excited to talk about it? I am working on I am Why? because you know what? I am working on it myself as well, you know, just because it starts with you. You know, it starts there. And so oh. what we're talking about today is intimacy, guys, and First of all, before we even start saying anything about this, I, I have to do a definition. Now, not everyone needs a definition, but me and people like me need a definition because I think some people hear intimacy and they straight up think about sex. Like, that's it. Hit it, quit it, done. That's what they think about. I so think I when they think about that. intimacy, they get scared and they clam up mm. and it seems yep. really foreign and really awkward. And that's true. And it's sad because this is important in all your relationships. And I think many of us miss it for various different reasons. But so let's define this this awkward, scary word, shall we, Dr. Joy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so according to the interwebs, intimacy is close familiarity or friendship, colon, closeness. That's literally how they defined it. Close familiarity or friendship, closeness. And there's actually, you know how they give you the other words that define the word? They put togetherness underneath it. And I thought that was so beautiful because when I think about the definition, that definition should be included in all your relationships. When I think about it, I mean, well, most of your relationships, your close relationships, I'll say it like that. So I love that definition because intimacy is not something that I grew up really seeing or understanding, and I feel like that's probably a lot of our listeners, too. I what do you so think, too. I think, I think mm-hmm. it's a part of what our listeners may be faced with and a reason mm. why it's so important 
to get in touch with your body, to get in touch with yourself, mm-hmm. your needs. But also a lot of times we don't know what we need. You know, yeah. you've grown up without um, really robust conversation. <laughs> and by mm-hmm. robust, I mean often and authentic and mm-hmm. with the ability to ask questions. You know, if you haven't grown up with those, put it that way. If you if you haven't, mm-hmm. then intimacy was just something you awkwardly fumbled into, you know, mm-hmm. when you were like 15, and <laughs> yeah, there was the wet dream, yeah. or mm-hmm. when yeah. you had the picture of Lil' Kim up, like that every mm-hmm. guy oh, used no. to have in every, like, 90s yeah. movie. Like, I was like... <laughs> This is getting hot. But I know we used to put posters up on the wall. Like, I get it. But, like, every (laughs) 90s to 2000 movie had the Little Kim poster. It did. And we know what poster. I can see it in my mind. Me too, because that's how much Mm -hmm. I've seen it. That's true. Really? (laughs) Just saying. You know what? I'm just going to say, sometimes the intimate dreams are better than the real thing. I'm just saying. And that's true, too. And I think that that's because, again, we're not communicating and we don't know what to communicate. So, for example, private, you know, and this, I think this is the key example. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I remember is Mm -hmm. I have told people I read a lot of romance novels. So (laughs) I just knew that was me growing up. I knew that intimacy was going to be like that. I knew mm. it. I was like, I love you. I just want you. You, oh. I don't want you out of my sight. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's all this steam and fire and passion. And I thought, that's what it's going to be like. Mm. And then it happened. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't what the romance novel yeah. said. So mm-hmm. when we saw Bridgerton... Oh, which, my. Which, okay, like Julia Quinn is the author of the book. And Julia Quinn, I read her first ever book that she wrote, romance book called Did Splendid, you? okay? Oh. And I read Splendid years ago. And I could tell it was her first book, like I just could. But I remember mm-hmm. being so transfixed by it. And she had this way of, like, taking the story and then you got to know the characters, and then those characters had their mm. own story. So it's very much Jane Austen-ish. It's like everybody kind of was connected. And, and, yeah, falling in love was like a thing. It was like you, you're supposed to fall in love, so you can be a rake or a hoe or whatever mm. people like to use, whatever kinds <laughs> of terms <laughs> that they like. Yeah, I mean, you know, all kinds of yard tools. But, you know, at the end of that book, you were going to find yourself becoming Mm. intimate with somebody. Notice I said intimate, Mm. you know, Mm. because these relationships lended themselves to a level of bond and closeness and intimacy Mm. that extended past just what we see a lot of times, which is, you know, just the bump and grind you know, very animalistic kind of, oh my you know, what kind, whatever that's about. And so a lot of people fumbled into mm. um, intimacy, 
see on a level of just being physical, and even Mm -hmm. within the physical context, it's not really great. So, no, (laughs) I am proposing something. I'm proposing (gasps) that we, especially those of us who are single and we're starting to get a little bit older and we're starting to... Um, dating is turning into something else. I mean, my God, the past year, I I heard that a lot of toys were purchased. Oh, Um, but yeah, and I'm not talking about like, you know, Monopoly Mm. boards or some sort of, you know. Not like the stuffed animal? Not like the stuffed animal, like my mom gave me for Valentine's Day, but, you know, other toys. And so... They were being sold out all over the Internet. But the point is, we if you're going to invest in that kind of stuff, I think you can invest in the real thing, and the real thing is getting an intimacy coach. Why are we talking about this, Ashley? Because seriously, I never even knew that there was an intimacy coach. I mean, I no. teach human sexuality. But, you know, it's one thing to be a sex therapist, right? That's a whole yeah. different matter. It's another thing to address sex and intimacy and love and power in a mm-hmm. therapeutic setting. But it's a different matter altogether. Yeah. To talk about being an intimacy coach, I'm like, where did that come Ooh. from? Ooh, there must be a huge need if we can see. Um, there mm, is, and, and to the uh, point uh. where when I was listening to the Duke of Hastings and mm. uh, Daphne Bridgerton, um, the, the actual real people, I'm calling them by their name in, in the <laughs> show, but when I was listening to their interview and they talked about the intimacy coach and then the intimacy mm. coach actually did an interview and talked about boundaries oh. and safe spaces and, you know, how to look, how to um, show desire. You know, oh. it was a real journey for me because wow. basically what it meant was, well, I'll just say it. I was like, well, I need to go back to school, not to become an intimacy coach because I don't want to do that, but... Uh-huh. I mean, personal intimacy, sure, like how to be intimate with yourself, know yourself better, that's fine. Uh But, like, the intimacy coach of really teaching the art of intimacy, not the art of sex, of intimacy, you know? Yeah, I. you know what, because when I, (laughs) you know what, I have an example. And this is something that I know we talked about, Joy, before. And so there was this show that I just got so into. What was it called? The Man in the High Castle, right? Oh, my God. This has you nothing to do with so the actual show. The show I so did. I was like, I wait, why? So why is Man in a uh, High Castle so, <laughs> I mean, just, well, you had your obsession. That's all I'll say. I did. That was my obsession, guys. Like, mm-hmm. Because it was so unique. I mean, it was just like, what if we lost World War II? You know what I mean? Like that, it was just the thought of how the world would be if we didn't win, you know? Anyway, so really and truly. Did we win? Did we win? Well, we're not under Nazi Germany rule, per se. Oh. You know, we're not under that. So, I mean, the show, technically, we were. So, oh. 
I guess how in the world case. could we ever be under that? That's really, you know, that would be I a completely know. alternate universe. So I guess you did get to it see literally was. an alternate universe. Yeah, it literally was. It literally, the show was so interesting because of that. It literally was an alternate universe, and it was like they had to tie in history, and and be creative and imaginative for today. So it was. Mm. I I enjoyed it, but nonetheless, <laughs> mm-hmm. there was something that I noticed in the show that really it hit me, and I don't think this would have bothered me like before now, and. I noticed, you know how you, you're watching a show and there's like a sex scene or something like that in it? Well, I noticed that every time, you know, my fair-skinned brothers and sisters were, you know, getting it in. Who are fair? Fair-skinned. Well, you know, actually, it was <laughs> my Caucasian brothers or sisters mm-hmm. or my Asian brothers or sisters because another plot twist was Japan also, like, Hiroshima didn't happen. None of that happened. Like, basically, Japan took over, like, our West Coast, and the Nazis had the rest of the United States. Anyway, it's, it's an interesting, interesting show. Mm. So, I'm telling you, like, I love it. But it, it was interesting because all of the scenes I noticed, were like, you know, everybody was so just close and, you know, the men were so gentle with the women and they were just like kissing and, you know what I mean? It was steamy. It was fiery. It was like really passionate. I noticed Mm -hmm. in those scenes and had this next scene not happened, I don't think I would have paid any attention to this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I get to like the last season and there's like this whole, you know, a rising uproar rebellion, and one of the groups of people that rebelled are the African Americans, right? And mm. so two of the leaders of this African American group were, um, like, I think they were husband and wife or they were just together, and so they showed a sex scene with the black people. Now, <laughs> this mm. scene literally starts off with all you hear is screaming, like, all you hear is just yelling and screaming. And I'm looking at the stuff, the show, like, huh? And, like, all you hear is the neighbor bamming on the wall. Hey, shut up over there. That's all you hear. And then you hear the girl, oh, no, we are not done. And all this kind of stuff. And they're, like, just having this wild, like, sex. Like, make it everyone in the building can hear it. And I think, mm. like, I was watching this scene and it really bothered me. And the reason, mm-hmm. that I, like, I think that, okay, yeah, this is the wrong couples if you want to have wild sex, yeah, whatever, just be you. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, they just introduced this couple, and the first thing we see is them having this crazy wild sex. And I'm just like, how come everyone else who had a sex scene had this deep, intimate connection, and these two people not even kissing each other? They just banging the bed against the wall, you know, no kind of nothing, just hit it, quit it, you know, neighbors hearing it. It was just so raw and rough when it showed us. But everybody well, what else was their had a journey. Yeah, what what was was the journey? Because that's where I would be. Did they have a different journey, life journey, than the the non-black or um, non-people of color? Like, what what was the journey? And that's a great question. The interesting part is that while in the show slavery did still happen back in the day, 
Mm-hmm. Um, because the Nazis took over one part and, and Japanese took over the other part, all of these people were in the part that was taken over by the Japanese. And if you basically, if you weren't Japanese, you were equally not good enough. Like, it didn't matter if you were white or who you were. If you weren't Japanese, you were bottom of the totem pole. And oh. that's one thing I will say about the show. They, they treated them all equally as bad. I will say that. Um, at least on so that their part. experience was I mean, were they familiar with each other? Um, like in terms of the two that were having this sexual escapade, were they familiar mm-hmm. with each other? Were they married? Were they um <laughs> did mm-hmm. they just find each they other? They were a couple pain. Okay. Oh no, they, they were, were a couple. Yeah. They were I they think were a couple. They were married, but I could be wrong. Mhm. Okay. And so they were not just two people in the dead of night finding each other nope. attractive. Okay, mm, well, maybe that nope. was just one of them. <laughs> but it's true when you think about it is, I mean, there are all kinds of ways to be intimate. Some people mm-hmm. like different things, and I don't proclaim to be an expert in that. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, um, I think what's most important is to understand that we, and when I say we, I mean um, in in our society, all of us, um, due to um, hypersensitivism, um, lack of discussions about intimacy, about looking into each other's eyes, about mm-hmm. really, you know, reading poetry, putting on music, eating foods that stimulate having scent, you know, the scent, the the essential oil that stimulates really setting a stage. Now, every time can't be like that, of course, but setting a stage for intimacy, not, again, I said intimacy and not sex. Because every time I might feel like, wow, I want to be, sexual with someone in a, I want to have Uh sex with them, does not necessarily mean that that's something I'm acting upon. But if I'm in a relationship Uh that is committed for me, I know there are others out there that um, are not a part of that crew. That's cool. What what you do is what you do because I have Uh no control over what you do. But if I did, tell y'all to slow your roll, but okay, it's okay. Anyway, I'm just going to be real. Slow your roll. Slow your roll, okay? Cause, yeah. But I will say, Mama. you know, one of the things is the intimacy may mean I'm not having sex. The intimacy may mean I'm just enjoying the connection. Mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. an individual. I'm enjoying whispering sweet nothings into their ear. I'm yep. enjoying the feeling of just holding hands um, while listening to great music or having really deep, passionate conversations about, yeah. you know, what happens if you were to die tomorrow? I mean, seriously. I, I mean, let's be real because that's intimate too. Mm-hmm. What would you do then? You know, if you're with someone you really care about and, you know, it's the last night you're going to have on earth, you know, what would you talk about? That's you know, right. You know what the interesting? Know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, that brings me back to Tinder. 
the uh, Tinder <laughs> adventure. Okay, because oh, when yeah. I think of Tinder, you know, I think it's interesting that it's not Tinder as in being Tinder, like Tinder love. Here mm. I stay all alone. Might be of a Tinder steak. It is almost like the meat fest. Now, Tinder is no shade to you, but you know, around the, was it the holiday? It was sometime. I don't remember when. Yeah. That I was on Tinder and they had the no, it was a countdown to New Year's or something. A countdown, it no, it was a countdown to the end of the world because there was a comet coming, right? That was so fun, and <laughs> it was all about survival. And every choice you made took you to a different realm. So if you chose to follow after the stray dog rather than to listen to your friend, then that took you one way. And then Mm -hmm. you decide to listen to your friend and she ended up being a liar, then you were stuck. (laughs) Okay? And what was interesting about it was um, the lack of intimacy, actually, in many of the choices. No one was sitting around talking to each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Nobody Mm -hmm. was sitting around really kind of, engaging with each other, if that makes sense. It was almost Mm -hmm. like a, it was like, make this choice. You know, eat the Doritos or you can steal the car or, (laughs) you know, go and party the night away Mm -hmm. or, you know, hop on the bike and go to Rob's house, whoever Rob Uh was. But Uh it was never like this deep, intrinsic, like, What's going on? And I remember I played the game, like, I don't know how many times, but I played it <laughs> at least three times, at least. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember one time partying the night away as the comet is coming, meteorite, whatever it was, is barreling <laughs> towards Earth, and we're all losing our lives, and everyone's partying the, the night away. I remember ending up at someone's house, and just kind of being there, you know, I left my friend, and she cried. <laughs> and then I also remember um, the best one for me, and this mm-hmm. brings it back to the point of intimacy. The best ending that I came to on the Tinder app, playing this game every weekend, mm-hmm. was um, the the one where I got to sit with my friend at the mm-hmm. lake, and we yeah. tossed back some some great beverages, and we sat at that lake, and then I think I said I wanted to be by myself, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, okay then," and I can tell she was sad, but I wanted to be by myself in that moment. Uh-huh. And I remember just getting in the water, and that this is this is on the Tinder app game, okay? Uh-huh. Being real, folks. I remember uh-huh. getting in the water and seeing the comet meteorite thing headed toward me, but it was so peaceful because uh-huh. the game is so. It's all about these really cynical choices. Um, that really you just kind of end up where you end up. And some people think that they're making really great choices, but they end up being really 
they end up being stupid in the end because they end up, you know, somewhere where they didn't want to end up and they think they're making the best choice. And then the people that decide to choose the Doritos and choose to steal the car or, you know, end (laughs) up in some bunker are like the safe ones because they chose to do some of the the least um, compassionate things, like Uh literally. And uh-huh. I think that is a <laughs> that's really kind of a model of what's going on in our society right now. I mean, think about it. I, you know, uh-huh. like really, because it makes such sense to be detached from intimacy because that means yeah. I can have sex with a person and not care. I can uh-huh. have someone over and do something, and they go home, and we go back to our normal lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I can Netflix and chill where I'm watching Netflix for 30 minutes and then I'm doing something else for about 10 and then send them, you know, send them home or I go home or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to intimacy, it takes time and it takes, it does. It, it's a crock pot in an instant gratification microwave world. Intimacy mm-hmm. is a crock pot. And I think that's why we need intimacy coaches. We've got life coaches, we've got financial coaches. Mm. But I guarantee you this, folks, mm. and I'm not talking about Mac Daddy who's been with about 150 people, okay? <laughs> I am talking oh. about this is, this is real. I guarantee you if you get your intimacy right and you get your authenticity right and you get your soul and spirit and body aligned, I guarantee you your finances, your mm. your work life, your self-worth, the way you treat your other relationships mm-hmm. are going to be so on point. But uh, when uh, uh. you expand your intimacy, and that's why that's why right there, even my computer just agreed. That's it why is. right there it did. <laughs> that's why right there I would say I think the the fact that Bridgerton had an intimacy coach I didn't even know and and apparently it's not far fetched there are other movies who mm. have used it and it's to build that level of trust it's to build mm-hmm. that sense of comfort I believe it Ashley I think mm. that we Ooh. all can benefit whether you're spending a little or a lot maybe one session or maybe you need fifteen get mm-hmm. to a level of really understanding how your body works and how you want to interact with your partner, your husband, your wife, right. or whomever, your significant other. If they're significant and your lifestyle has been hit it and quit it, then mm. you don't know any other way to be. And frankly, there are some free services out there that aren't going to teach you what you need to know. Oh, my gosh. They're going to teach you more of the same thing you've been doing. Exactly. And if you want to go to your next level, you you can't use outdated ways of behaving and go to your next level in your relationships. Get an intimacy coach. No. No. And you know what? That reminds me. I was looking up um, some things about intimacy when we were talking about this, and I came across an article by the website Mind Body Green. Mm-hmm. And they always have awesome things. And they, they talk do. about, um, oh, man, there's 
so good, y'all. Check out mindbodygreen.com. We're shouting really you good. out, Mind Body Green. That's We're right. You hey. out. Holla. That's right. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you check out our show notes to get the information. Yes. Huh? Yes. Check. They got to check uh-huh. out our show notes. Oh yeah, you guys do because I think we we've shouted you guys out quite a few times. I think, but right, and, and you know, and, and everyone else, if you don't know how to get to Mind Body Green, whether it be mm-hmm. on the gram or wherever, check check out the show notes. We always put that's right. Who? Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, you'll be able to copy and paste there, and you can check them out because you have to. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, girl. You know, it was so powerful because you talked about how getting your intimacy right will affect, it'll kind of have this trickle-down effect into all of your other areas of life, and I agree. And this article to me really explained why, because they talked about how intimacy is not just sex, and they actually talked about four different kinds of intimacy. Like, who knew? Who knew? And they talked about, for one, emotional intimacy. And so really, when they explained it, they said, you know, it involves candid, authentic sharing of thoughts and feelings. And yeah, when you think exactly. about that, that goes with personal, like that goes with intimate relationships like your partner, your spouse, but also friendships. Like I, I think mm-hmm. that I don't think people think about that. Um, no, because you know, Ashley, you, when you really hurt my feelings the other day. I wanted mm. to cry, but I did I hurt not cry. Oh god! Oh god! Anybody I'm gonna sip feelings? my tea. I'm gonna sit. You see? Do you see what she did right <laughs> here? Do you see? We're talking about friendship intimacy. I told Ashley that she hurt my feelings on the global podcast, and Ashley said, "When it hurts your feelings." <laughs> So but you know, we've got a lot of what? work to do, ladies and gentlemen, and every however you identify yourself. We've got a lot of work to do. You, oh, we all matter. You know? Whatever, wherever you are, whatever you your orientation. No, yes, no, you no. Joy lives matter. Yeah, joy, joy lives you matter. matter. But you know what, though, Joy? That so when you hurt my feelings, it it I was like. You know, I felt a sense of, you know, mm-hmm. I really felt, like, disconnected. And the only oh. way to reconnect is to mm-hmm. be honest and upfront. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mm-hmm. people don't trust people. I had someone That's come true. the day. They didn't even That's trust the people. They, the person, pardon me, this isn't some sort of mm-hmm. brothel, the person <laughs> that they, they were sleeping next to, they didn't trust the person. Yeah. I don't care if you sleeping next to a person you don't trust. Them. I've so heard that often. What kind of relationship up. is this? Mm, is not this a pipe dream? No, mm. it, exactly. It wasn't intimacy. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. I'm here, and you know, I'll let you do your business, but I don't trust you. When you walk out of the door, Basically. I don't trust you with your cell phone. I don't trust mm. you because you know, for whatever reason, you're not trustworthy. Or at least they don't think so. That's the perception. And That's I true. think it starts on a baseline of trust. So in this emotional intimacy, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. we've got to expand our language and be willing to be vulnerable. 
You know, Dang, I'm part. conflicted. I'm conflicted about the way you talk to me, That's right? Because right. your behavior says one thing, but then you're telling me something else. Mm-hmm. I'm conflicted here. I need some mm-hmm. clarity. Can you help me? You That's know? right. And if that person cannot or feels like they're being attacked, then I'm kind of like, you, you, you just, mm-hmm. no, no, like, if you're taking that like that, I need you to look at yourself and ask yourself, why are you getting so defensive when mm-hmm. someone's asking for clarity? Why are That's you so right. Didn't we just do that yesterday, Joy? That actually what happened, happened with you and me. <laughs> no, Ashley had a moment that well, she... I did. Oh, I did. Maggie, Maggie May. I'm sorry, my dog, by the way, folks. <laughs> She sits on things and decided to sit on a water bottle, and it was oh, about no. to spill everywhere. Sorry, oh, no. go ahead, Ashley. That, that was just no so bad of me. No, oh, my gosh. No, well, you know, on, on behalf of Maggie. Yeah, you know what? I, that is so true. I think, actually, when I think about yesterday, like, I just had a moment, y'all. And so I, you know, I was just emotional and all of these things, and I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, it just, it, you know, and I was able to tell Joy just, like, how I felt. I was like, this is how I feel. And you know what, when I think about that moment, which really it wasn't anything super serious, guys, it's fine. But I think about that moment, I don't think I had, this is probably one of the first times where I have felt close enough to a friend to really, really just share my deep feelings that probably someone else would have said are stupid or crazy. And I think that's part of what you were saying, Joy, about being vulnerable is you trust that person to hear you. It's not about what they think about what you're saying. You're able to share your real emotions and not feel like you're going to be bashed for your emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. So yep, because there was exactly. one thing that, you know, because I think one thing you used to say a lot, Joy, is that your emotions, what is it, your feelings are valid? And mm-hmm, I don't think are. a lot of people feel that way. I don't think no, they, feel like feel, they, they don't feel like they're them. validated. Yeah. yeah. No, they're not validated. Don't they don't so. feel like they'll ever be validated. And that started early when, mm-hmm. you know, m- mama or daddy or someone in the family, auntie, grandma was like, Hush, hush, uh-huh. hush, uh-huh. hush that crying, uh-huh. hush that whining, uh-huh. hush that uh-huh. complaining. Take it. Just yeah, deal I'll with that. it. I'll give you, you know, something to cry about. <laughs> exactly. And that really said, because a lot of you have parents who are not emotionally vulnerable. They didn't yeah. talk yeah. about things. They talked. To, they didn't talk about the real deep soul yeah. matters. They talked about we got to go here. We got to do this. Are you taking mm-hmm. care of that? Da 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 da. But not the deep soul matters. And mm-hmm. if you are are privileged enough to live a long life and you get to spend some time with your parents later in life. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm not saying all the time because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have very strained relationships with whomever their yeah. caretaker or parent was. But sometimes you get to a point where you get to have, you get the privilege of having deeper conversations with your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in that, sometimes it's a little rough and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that's that emotional intimacy. That maybe yeah. you didn't have growing up. And if you don't exercise it now because you feel like they're not going to get you, 
then you really are missing out on the opportunity. Yeah. I think you should try it, and it may not work, but you're not Mm -hmm. that little kid anymore, even though you may feel like they're going to talk to you as though you're still that little 8-year-old kid who was trying to express, you know, themselves, Mm -hmm. and and it didn't quite work out the way you thought. Yeah. And it's okay because, yeah, it'll be uncomfortable. I remember having that moment with my family at one point, and it was really uncomfortable, but honestly – after we all got our emotions out and got defensive and got past ourselves, like, I think we all got closer after having mm-hmm. a really deep, intimate conversation. And, and that, to me, is what intimacy does. It really bonds you, whether it's your mm-hmm. family, your friends, your whatever kind of loved one, your, your spouse. Like, I, and I think when I think about, you know, relationships these days and just, just kind of the state, I would say marriage, but not just marriage, you know, the state of relationships these days, I'm like, man, if if partners really were able to be vulnerable and be, you know, express that intimacy with one another, like how many strong relationships would we have? Would we see less breakups and less divorces and all of this kinds of, you know, all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think we would. I think we'd have a decrease in the divorce rate, um, Mm -hmm. which I think after this year, when they really look at the total, the Mm -hmm. separations and divorces um, appear to be going up. So there's an upward trend of more and more of that as people are not really, uh, they haven't been able to handle spending large amounts of time with their partner, which I'm like, well, what was the point of, Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. You well, said there yeah. were three other types of intimacy from my oh, body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on that, that note, because really, what was the point? But okay. Yeah, so okay, we talked about emotional. The next one, this is all you, Joy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really. It's all me. Uh-oh. Um, of course. No, the next one's intellectual. And mm-hmm. this one was actually really interesting, too. Because when they explained this and they said, this is having comfort with communicating your beliefs and viewpoint without worrying about the poten- about potential conflict. And that, to me, again, it kind of goes back to what we were just saying. So we talked about being candid and authentic and sharing your thoughts and feelings, but also your viewpoints and not being afraid of what the other person's going to say. I think a lot of people walk, I think you just said that earlier or something, like a lot of people walk on eggshells. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, share what you really mm-hmm. believe. And so the next one was experiential. And this one to me really speaks to friendships. And so to all of you out there who are single, you're, you might be rolling your eyes like, well, I don't have a partner. So, y'all, again, this is also family, ship, friendships. And this one, um, experiential Intimacy mm-hmm. talks about having those shared experiences. So, you know, those experiences that lead to, like, inside jokes and, mm-hmm. you know, private mm-hmm. memories that really can, like, mm-hmm. bond you. So, you know, when you with your bestie, you know that y'all have inside jokes, things that you can say to each other that only you two understand. And to me, mm-hmm. that's a form of intimacy when I think of it. And the last one that they mentioned was spiritual intimacy and when I look at this one, they actually more so, in my opinion, this is me saying this part, they talked about it more so in the context of with another person. So yeah. they said, yeah, this can be like praying and worshiping if you believe in, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Or mm-hmm. it can also be going for a long walk, looking at a sunset together, just kind of experiencing nature together when they're talking yeah. about that. And I think that goes back to what you were saying about the senses, Joy. And mm-hmm. so th- it was really powerful for me to go back and look at these different types of intimacy, especially mm-hmm. if you're someone who didn't really see it, you know, kind mm-hmm. of growing up and you haven't really experienced it. I thought that was so good. So, yes, yeah. I think that ties all of it in. <laughs> I think so. So knowing that there are many different ways to be intimate and that we can continue to work on it is so, so important. Mm-hmm. I, there, was, there was a question on Goop. I know some of you think that that's really <laughs> fluffy, Gwyneth Paltrow's um, information that she posts are just really fluffy and she's an actress and she should just stick to that. But, you know, I mm-hmm. like some of the articles on Goop because I learn a lot about what's out there, some of which can Mm. be really kooky and some of which is really solid. So there's an article right now on Goop, not the vibrator of your dreams. That's not what I was referring to. (laughs) Is that an article? That is, is, we made the vibrator of our dreams. That is an article on Goop right now. Um, (laughs) Or is it go up? I, don't, I thought it was goop. Anyway, I don't know. Oh. Go up? Okay. Maybe it's go up. I, I have no idea. It goop. You know what? We yeah. need to ask Gwyneth to give us the correct pronunciation for, I know. for well, I'm just going to call it goop. Okay. <laughs> so there is an article in here, and it's by uh, sex therapist Danielle Carroll. Um, who who mm-hmm. co-created the Somatica Method, and I want you all to go and look that up. The Somatica mm-hmm. Method, S-O-M as in Mary, A-T as in Tom, I-C-A Method. Mm. And she co-created it with another sex therapist, Celeste Hirschman. I'm not talking about the Somatica Method tonight. But I am talking about a statement that they made about getting out of the intimacy rut. Um, They say people go to sex because they want to feel something. Mm. Um, And so for them, the most essential thought they have in the back of their mind is, is everyone getting the sex they want? And, you know, are are you getting what you want? Are people Mm. giving sexuality enough room in their life, in their relationship, or do they let it slide because they believe great sex is supposed to happen spontaneously? Mm. And so really learning the language of intimacy, and this comes from their article, requires more than just talking, but practicing, you know? Mm. So in their, they have 75-minute sessions, and Mm -hmm. so they help their clients to build skills around intimacy, around vulnerability, touching, you know, that kind of thing. And so um, I think what was important to the question that they answered um, near Mm. the bottom of the article, which said, is it ever impossible for a couple to rekindle intimacy? And this can Mm. be across the board, folks. But the answer Mm -hmm. was simple. Some couples 
are too far gone with resentment or there are underlying Ugh. incompatibilities and, and notice Ooh. incompatibilities that um, are challenging. But we can still support people in finding the potential, you know, capacity, Ugh. those kinds of things. And so when you do the work, Understanding that when you do the work with your partner, with yourself, that doesn't mean that you come to the end of the book and that's it. There are other books, meaning there are other journeys that your life is going to take on, so the work is never Uh really Uh done. It's Uh lifelong. There was another Uh question on here that was answered. Do you need to love your body in order to Uh have... Yeah, I mean, really, to to have that's a so good. It, it really and 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 mm. and so, I think that someone said, uh, Hirschman said, sometimes mm-hmm. we act like critical spectators, almost Ooh. as if we're outside of our bodies, staring at ourselves in the mirror, looking at all the parts and going, I hate that. I hate that part. I hate that part. But mm. we're not in our bodies. We're not feeling our bodies, you know? Mm. And so mm, that's, so good. that's important. And the last question, this is the last one I'm going to address, mm-hmm. what misconceptions do people have about intimacy and long-term relationships? Mm-hmm. People look for immediate miracle cures. Like mm. if we do this one thing today, our sex lives are going to be totally better tomorrow. You know, uh, but it's more so about what does this person want to feel and what do I want to feel? Look at it as teaching your partner to be the kind of lover or the kind of, of uh, emoter or, you know, communicator that you want or learning to be the kind of lover that they want. So don't Mm. take it so personally and get upset when someone tells you that you haven't given them what they want. Mm. It's not about you. It's about what it is that you as a unit need and about making sure, again, I talked about this in another podcast, treating Mm -hmm. others the way they want to be treated. That's That's important. And so um, during the pandemic, they say, Use intimacy as a place to go. Bring the deeply vulnerable and dreamy parts of yourself to the surface. Be curious. Be imaginative as if you're developing a story together. And it can bring life and joy to grim times. Now, to me, when I think of that, I'm like, y'all, y'all carry on. Keep calm and carry on because that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Okay. That was beautiful. I'm talking about, it really was. Uh, that was. Wasn't that beautiful? Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about that I burn for you kind of intimacy. Oh, oh, oh. I'm talking about when I think yes. of you, yes. it makes me want, like, if a man told me, I thought about you the other night and I almost cried because oh my gosh. I just thought mm. about what it was like being in your presence. Oh, you my know? gosh. Not, Mm-mm. oh, my God, can Mm-mm. I send you some pics? No, I don't no, want No, I will marry them Can you send me some pics? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but really, right. no. the the deep stuff, like, man, you know. That's right. I can really, really see myself getting close to you, and that mm. scares me 
but I'm willing, you know? Right? That's You're the kind of intimacy we you need. That's that right. when you when you love yourself, mm. when you have mm. self worth, you can operate in the level of intimacy. Mm. And this is why personal intimacy and learning what it is that you need and what you like and what you desire helps when it comes to others. But if you don't know nothing, and I said that exactly how I was going to say it, if you don't Mm. know nothing, you don't know know now, it's really (laughs) difficult to communicate your needs and you take any Mm -hmm. and everything that someone dishes out. And That's act right. like it feels good, but it doesn't feel mm-hmm. good. That's right. That's right. So I think this has been such a great conversation because yeah. I feel like it really rings true to where we are. You know, in yeah. this past year, I mean, we're talking about literally a year of being shut mm-hmm. down. Um, yeah. Just not it, being yeah, able to March do all 1st. the things that we want. Yeah, I mean, really. That's right. And. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough road, and people have been lonely and isolated, and people have watched loved ones pass on, unfinished Mm, business, you know, all these things that we haven't been able to do. But what we have been able to do, we've run from, and that's develop Mm -hmm. intimacy. That be closer. I know I've gotten closer with my family. We talk more now Mm -hmm. than we did pre-pandemic. You know, we share a little bit more deeply. That's right. And I'm so appreciative of that time. Ashley, you moved to Iowa. And, and, you know, we talk and talk about all Every day. (laughs) Every day. I mean, new relationship with my brother, and we are, like, miles apart. I mean, it's been beautiful. I can say that much. Exactly. Mm. And, like, mm-hmm. I, it's not just about the lover. It's mm-hmm. about everybody in your circle. And mm-hmm. it's about you, too, and how you, That's right. um, how you treat yourself, how you love and care for yourself, because that matters. And a lot of people were taught the opposite, you know, put yourself last. But mm-hmm. when you put yourself near the top of the list, you are really able to give to someone else. You're able mm-hmm. because you are not empty and drained. You know, That's right. I'm just saying. When your cup is dry, they Ooh. talk about your cup flowing over. I know my cup had been dry. So, mm-hmm. like, what, what am I supposed to be pouring into someone else then? Like, you know, and, and so yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. for anybody it's listening, so it's good. never too late to start. Yeah, it's never no. too late to start. That's right. Nope. Mm. No, mm-hmm. it's never it's been too so late. Good. It has been, and so we hope that you um, have taken something away from this. Mm-hmm. Share this with a friend. Share this mm-hmm. with your lover. Share That's this right. with someone who, who you know has been distracting themselves with all kinds of things so that they don't have to yeah. feel what it is that they're feeling deeply. They, mm-hmm. they distract. They, they disassociate, you know. Share this with them. I think this is true. You know, the, the, the answer to the question, do I need an intimacy coach, only you mm-hmm. can answer. But do we all mm-hmm. need to develop our intimacy? Yes, we do. Every yeah. last one of us. Absolutely. And we can do that. It's not about a toy. It's not about, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the latest 
position that you found in Kama Sutra. It mm-hmm. is about starting with you and starting with your communication and being able to take things slowly, being kind mm-hmm. and passionate with yourself, compassionate, loving the body you were mm-hmm. given. I've already heard people talking about their summer body, and I'm like, what about your body right now, though? Mm-hmm. Do you have love for your body, or, you know, are you just constantly criticizing? So to wrap up, it's time to go to a higher level, I think. You know, when I think about it, I feel like intimacy is so much more than sex. And right. really to sustain a relationship for years and years, intimacy mm. is better over time it runs further than a couple of minutes of passionate sex. I promise Mm. you it does. Give me the long haul. Ooh, give me that long haul. Give me the long road. You Mm. take the long road. That's not even, that's not at all a song. But I hope we all got something this. I know I did. Just talking about it made me feel like on this, like, I feel great just talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, really. Yeah. So, anyway, we got to go. But I want to tell you this. On Wednesday, I'm bringing back Warrior Wednesdays in a completely different way. I know, right? Like, it's been, like, years. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's been years since I've done Warrior Wednesday. I've never done it on a podcast. But I will be talking about joy. Warrior and joy don't seem like they go together, right? But if you want to start developing personal intimacy with yourself, then it's really time for you to really start to stir up the joy that's within you. We're going to talk about that on Wednesday. And so I'm going to have, not, I'm not just going to talk, but I am so excited to open up Ask Dr. Joy, that's me, right? So that you Yay. can submit your questions, your, your concerns about life, just all the things. And I am oh. going to answer them. And so you'll be able to hear from me on Wednesday mornings, like literally. So when you wake up, my podcast on Wednesdays will be there right here on Challenge Yourself. And so it's going to be great. And we hope that you join Uh because, yeah, I have some things to say. And I'm really looking forward to interfacing and and talking with you. Who knows? I may even do a live broadcast at some point when I get my Uh life together. Oh, that's going to be good. (laughs) Y'all better go ahead and tune in. Mm -hmm. Better tune in. I think I have some questions to ask Dr. Joy, too, y'all. Okay, good. Good. I'm going to, (laughs) in the show notes, I'm going to put how you can ask me questions and get in contact with me, and we'll Mm -hmm. go from there. I'm totally looking forward to it. I promise I won't be too hard on everyone. I promise (laughs) I will not be like your teacher in the third grade who made you write, I will not throw balls in class a hundred times. I promise that that will not be me. Okay, we appreciate it. Thanks, Dr. Joy. 
Thank You're you. so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, we got to sign off. We got to sign. Y'all notice our podcasts are getting longer and longer. Like I know. It's, we can talk about it's like things. a whole thing. Like we, I know, but that's okay because you know when you're driving to work, when you mm-hmm. are in your room alone, and you're like, "What do I do? I don't want to play mm-hmm. on social media any longer." When you need some uplift, this is where you come because you challenge yourself to right. go higher. That's what we're here. So we challenge you this week to develop your intimacy, and if you want some additional resources, we will make sure that some point this week we get that up on our website so you can get some additional resources and places to reach out to um, to develop in the intimacy part of your life. Why not, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. So it's been great hanging out. We'll see you next time on Challenge Yourself. And, yes, stay tuned for Wednesday. And, yes, make sure you're leaving us voice messages. We'd love to hear Uh from you. And make sure you rate our podcast on Apple iTunes and wherever else. We want to hear from you. What do you think? We know you love it, so you need to go ahead and rate it and give us some comments and feedback. That's being intimate with us. That's right. Ooh, that was a good tie-in. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing. We'll look forward to it, guys. That's right. All right. Well, have a great one. Deuces. I burn Bye. Bye. Greetings to you, Challenge Yourself listeners from around the globe. Yes, we are a global community, and it is so exciting to be a part of it with you. We've been expanding. Remember when we were so excited that we had reached one additional country? But now we've reached so many countries. So besides uh, being here in America, we have reached Ireland, Oman, the United Kingdom, Australia and the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Nigeria, Germany, Belgium, Indonesia, Singapore, Switzerland, Spain, and Canada. And then right here in our own country, the United States of America, we see you North Carolina, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Ohio, Florida, California, Kansas, Iowa, Oregon, South Carolina, Georgia, Missouri, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and Illinois, as well as Tennessee, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. You all are incredible. Keep listening, keep watching, share with your friends, and enjoy for us, with us, and by us. We are so grateful that you're challenging yourself every day to be better than you were the day before. We wish you love, peace, and joy, all the things, and have an amazing 2021. Nothing can stop us now.